Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. For the last time is a simple song. Nothing is impossible, impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for Him? Just put your trust in God alone. Rest upon His word for everything. Oh, everything! Yes, everything is possible with God. Hallelujah! God bless you. Please take your seat. Amen. I think Reverend Gabby signaled me. He forgot one thing. Our Sister Isabella would receive an offering when we are ending, so please take note. Amen. That's what we do in the church. Amen. So when I'm closing, we'll take a special offering for the baby girl and we'll say, God bless her. The offering is a sign of our receiving her into the well. Can I have a better amen? Amen. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for this morning. I pray that you use me to be a blessing to your people. Let us receive encouragement through the word. May revelation come forth and give us the ability to be doers of your word. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people, please say amen. Amen. Your amen should bring you your visa. Oh, amen, Father Samuel. Your amen should bring you an anointing. And finally, your amen should bring you your breakthrough. Those who said amen, may God give you your heart's desire. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week, I started sharing about a very important subject on prayer. Now, what you are telling Bible says that men always to pray and not to faint. Your neighbor, do you like praying? I'm looking at you. Ask your neighbor, do you like praying? Those who are not talking, don't let my last week come again. <laughs> last week, some of you are not flowing, so I had to take my time to explain. You have to flow, you have to... Tonight, today, don't do that. I say, ask your neighbor, do you like praying? And ask your neighbor, how many hours do you pray? 
How many hours did your neighbor say he or she can pray? One hour, two hours. How many can pray one hour? One hour continuous. Okay, let me ask you a question. How many can watch movie for one hour? Hey, some people's hands are down. <laughs> because you can see where the question is going. How many can watch movie for one hour? You know, I have been asking. I realize that in this church, we don't need you. Oh? We need it. Who are the we? Because all of you can understand English. It's true. When you're watching, when you go on your phone and you're watching <laughs> Facebook, do you see tree? No. And I was glad to see our brothers. I'm also from Nigeria. Part of my, my family is from Nigeria. Did you know that? No. <laughs> you didn't know. Ado, Ado is from Nigeria. I am shocked at Edio. And my, my, my dad stayed in Nigeria and okay. we were originally Edu, Edu. But then they couldn't, so he was converted to Nigerian ADO. Uh, so when he came back to Ghana, ADO was not in Ghana, so you have to do ADDO. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was this, that by the way. So, into the sense, let me speak there. Because very soon, it's an international church, you see, so we cannot be biased. Say, we, we speak Chinkwa. What about if we have Russians in the church? And Spanish in the church? Mm. So let me speak more English and then once in a while, you just use Ga, Chi, Nam, De Frafra. Where we have to use Chi reading, then LP would. Okay, so that it also limits the time. Because as she's interpreting, it takes a longer time. Is it okay? Okay. So my question was, how many can watch movie for one hour? Pacho, concentrate with me. Lift up your hand. You can watch movie for one hour. Okay, how many have been watching movie for more than one hour? Watching. Okay, how many can watch movie for two hours? Two hours, you can sit down and watch, uh, and you're enjoying It's like, ish, the movie is nice. Oh. I can see some hands are not coming up, oh, but I know some hands. <laughs> I know some hands here that are not coming up. Okay, how many can sit down and watch movie for three hours? Like, hey. How many can, can? Okay, how many have watched movie for three hours continuous before? Before. I'm not saying now, but before. I, I don't, I've seen some sister, she's not been lifting her hand, so, so, how many hours have you been watching movie? You don't? Wow, clap for this sister, she doesn't watch movie. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now, those who can watch movie for one hour, two hours, three hours, let me ask you a question. How many can pray for one hour? Okay. Let me ask, how many cannot pray for one hour? Don't be shy. Okay, alright, God bless you for your honesty. How many can pray for two hours? 
Like two, when I say pray for two hours, and uchiche mo, not dividing, dividing. <laughs> Do you understand? It's continuous. Lord, I thank you. I bless you. I pray for two hours. See the hand again. Okay, the hands are coming down. How many can pray for three hours continuous? Fewer hands. How many can pray for four hours continuous? <laughs> it's coming down. How many can pray for seven hours continuous? Okay, stand. If you can pray for seven hours, I'll dash you something. Seven hours continuous. Seven, you can, or you have prayed seven hours before, seven hours continuous. You didn't let anything stop you. Okay, so one, two, three, four. You see? That's why most of them are pastors. But are you a pastor? But you can, you have prayed seven hours before. And, you see? I think when we close, I have a gift for you. One, two, three. Those who are not pastors, please, when we close, I'll have a gift for you. So see, um, LP Grace. You see, LP Grace, lady standing there. You see her, she will connect and then I'll get you the gift. Okay, special gift. Now please sit down. You know, Bible says in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus said, and this is very important to scripture, he says that men ought, and he said this parable unto them saying, men ought always to pray and not to faint. That means that you can easily faint in this life if you are not prayerful. And then, Bible also said that pray without season in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Pray without season. Why? Because prayer is like breath. At the same asthma. That's why you can easily suffocate in this life. You can easily die. So, Last week, I started talking about the importance of prayer. And I, I started going towards reasons why every minister must pray. And I explained to us that when we say minister, he's not talking about a pastor. Because Jesus said, Jesus said, the Son of Man has come not to be served or not to be ministered to, but to serve or to minister. You are Christian, you are called minister. So sometimes, a lot of things that we, we, oh, maybe uh, we call this person minister. But actually, Christ will be a minister. Just like Apostle John said that, Jesus said in John chapter 15, look at it, John chapter 15, verse 16. How, how can it be? To a Christian, he said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And, ordained you. So as you are sitting here as a Christian, you have been ordained. But you see, we don't usually say, I am ordained. Because it's almost like, it is when you are wearing a collar that we say you have been ordained. But Christ, only Christ, any Christian who has a relationship with Christ and then is bearing fruit, you are being told that you are ordained. So in the same way, a Christian is called a minister. So Minister James, Minister Angela, 
Minister Gabriel. Minister Chris. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Minister Bibi. Catch on. <laughs> if you don't know your neighbor's name, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. When your neighbor comes to sit by you, you need to oh, say, hello, good morning. What's your name? Simple thing. Yeah. We should learn to relate. And so, I'm preaching for the next 22 minutes and I want you to listen very carefully. So last week, by the grace of God, we started looking at the first reason. And the first reason is that when you pray, it's an act of faith. Because prayer is talking to somebody you cannot see. Father, I pray for my mother. In the name of Jesus, strengthen, O God, help. Ten minutes. You are talking to somebody who does not respond. But you believe that you are talking to somebody who is hearing. That is... I don't see. And the more the minutes and the hours you are spending time talking to this person you cannot see, it's an expression of your faith. The less you pray, the less you believe in God. The less you pray, the more you believe in your strength. So those who don't pray, it's because you know that Oh, prayer no, is not really what really will change a lot of things. But God is teaching us as a service and as a church that He wants us to increase our prayer life. We should move into praying three hours a day. We should move into praying seven hours some seasons. There are times you must take yourself out and then pray for hours. And if you're going to do that, you need to shut some things down. Shut some relationships down. Shut some desires down. Shut some phones down. Shut some jobs down. Shut some laptop down. And then create that atmosphere for God to enjoy your presence. Am I talking to God's people? Because you see, some people say that, oh, I mean, I'm a very busy person. That's why God has allowed some things to be written in the Bible. People as busy as Daniel, who was a politician, would always spend hours praying. So you have no excuse. Just pray. So whatever you do, if you still believe that there's a God somewhere who has to help you, as your act of faith, you spend more hours praying. May the Lord help all of us to pray for hours. Lift up your hand and say, I receive the grace to pray for hours. In the name of Jesus. Our prophet, eh, what people don't know is that he's a man of prayer. He spends hours praying. There are times that you have meetings and then he'll just say, guys, God bless you. And he goes into his closet and he prays for hours. This ministry wouldn't come this far without a man of prayer. No, 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 no. So then I went to point number two and I said that another reason why you should pray is because when you pray, you are showing that you're a man or woman of authority. When you see a policeman, he may be cute, smallish, but when he's wearing his uniform and lift hand, all cars, all trucks would have to stop. Why? Because he's a man of authority. 
And in the realms of the spirit, there are a lot of things that are passing through your life. There are a lot of things that are trying to pass through your, your blessing. And you have to stop them. But you can't stop them if you have, you don't have authority. You know, you can't stop them. That's why there are some people who can stop HIV. But you, you can't stop HIV. Even mosquito, you can't, you can't stop mosquito. Even pimples, you can't stop pimples. Even cold, you can't stop cold. That's why some people can command me. Money. They can command, you, you can't command even 10 cities. Jesus, Jesus commanded money from a fish's mouth. What can you, what can you command? It's what determines what you can command. To chop your potabon pie carabado secreant, or to me, Cassa, Rade, between a yes to Christo Dinimo, a sis and equine. I stop it, and it will stop. Not because it's tall, not because it's fair, not because it's dark, not because it's fat, not because, but because he has prayed and he has been given, look, a policeman has been given authority by the state. So when you pray, you are, you, you receive authority by the state of heaven. That you can use to do things. In the name of Jesus, stop! In the name of Jesus, I bind you! In the name of Jesus, sit down! In the name of Jesus, come up! In the name of Jesus, so he said that, then you shall bind and you shall be bound in heaven. You shall lose and you shall be loosed in heaven. When you pray, you are not afraid of a lot of things. When you have not prayed, you are afraid of a lot of things. That's why those who don't pray, you realize that it's difficult. Life is a struggle. Yeah. Anytime I pray and I cross beyond a point in the realms of the spirit in hours, then I realize that there's another eye that I have. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, this week, I happened to be out somewhere, prayed for some hours. When I descended, I realized I have two. I saw she glass, now she lens, you know. To be paying in a cast, cast, you know, look at it to a menu. I said, hey, I need more. It makes you see things. It makes you, may you be a man or woman of prayer. If I am boring you, you are a witch. If you are being blessed, you are a Christian. If you will do it, you are a proper Christian. If you will do it, you are a proper Christian. Authority. So in Luke chapter 4, verse 22. I didn't give you the scripture last week. So I'm starting from there. Bible says that, And all bore him witness, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? Verse 30, verse 30 and verse 31, verse 30 and 31. But he, passing through the midst of them, went his way. And the last verse, verse 31. And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. This is Jesus. Some of us, we cannot teach and even talk to people who oppose you because you 
you are afraid. Fear. If you have prayed before you go for a visa, some people can't afford you when they go. That's why I like my brothers, the Nigerians. Because they seem to have something that Ghanaians don't have. I think they already have authority. <laughs> yeah, I mean, natural, the normal, natural Nigerian. You see a Nigerian in a queue. Where are you going to? I'm going to the US. For how long? For two years now. Where are your documents? I sent it online. Who are you going to, my brother? I mean, the way the white man is looking at this man, he has no option but to give you the visa. But you see another somebody. Where are you going to? I am going to Kokomemle. You are going to Kokomemle. Look at you. You are going to Kokomemle. You are going to Kokomemle. I'm telling you, I've been in American embassy and then a lot of Ghanaians have been bounced. But you see the same Ghanaians who are in authority or working and with authority, they also get there. They look like Nigerians. So naturally, authority, Yanfanwo, is not in your bladder. Then you, then you must pray more. So, people like my countrymen, Ghanaians, we must be more prayerful to get some results. Because that's why, when you go to Nigeria, you see huge churches. Because naturally, they are forceful and crazy, and they are, they, they, it must get work. And then, he asks prayer. Ah! Authority only to me rapio bar. Only sister Yanantia, you've worked with this sister for many years. You can't say I love you. You cannot say I love you. You cannot say I love you. It's very difficult to say I love you. You cannot say I love you. are working with the sister. The sister is wondering whether are you an angel or what? You can't even say I love you. Pray, so you don't know what to say. And the sister knows that you're a nice person, but because you have not said. And then another brother comes and said, you know, and then he's with authority. He begins to do some things. And then now proposes to the sister. By the time you realize, they have done their counseling. You didn't even know. Receive authority. Now, point number three. Point number three. The third reason why you must pray is because you, when you pray, you become a man or woman of anointing. Anointing. Anointing is different from authority. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power. With power. Last week I read from Luke chapter 3 from verse 21 to about 28 and I came to Luke chapter 4 when the Spirit of God led Jesus to the wilderness and he would pray for, for days, 40 days. And then when he came, verse 14, he came in the power of the Spirit. 
And then now many things began to follow. Bible says that when Jesus did that, after praying for hours and for days, something happened. What happened was that God anointed him with a substance. And the substance is called Holy Ghost. And then he anointed him with another substance called power. So he, how God, Acts 10, 38, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Then he began to, who went about doing good. So when you are anointed, you cannot sit at one place. When you are anointed, if you are a businessman and you are anointed, your business begins to move around. Anointing makes an impact. Anointing makes an impact. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth after he had prayed with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Prayer makes you a man or a woman of anointing. And Mosra, Adiabakoema, many James say, it attracts. Physical anointed you are just that attract beautiful nice girls. It's true. Anointing attracts. Do you know why? Because the anointing is actually symbolic of a real substance. Okay? The anointing comes from the anointing oil comes from the olive fruit to produce the anointing oil. There are three major substances that are put together. One is called the calamus. Another is called the mare. Eh? Somebody say calamus. Another is called the mare. Another, another one is called the it also starts with tea. It just escaped me. Now, these three major substances. The mare is like a gum. It's like a gum. So, when the mare substance is part of the anointing oil in its real balance, a tari. If you have the anointing through prayer, and these substances are working well. You have this mare that gets stuck to you. The calamus also has the ability to Create a nice smell. A tuvia. And you know, when you have the nice balance of the anointing through prayer, now you have, you have, you just, people just like you, they don't know why. You, you are, like, if the comes here, the whole place will be full. Not because of his color, but something, it's like, hey, today I'll go to assemblies, I'll go to, it's something. But if, if Bishop Koko comes here, <laughs> We don't know Bishop Coco. So even two people may not come. Because it is something that is working. 
And the other substance, which I have just forgotten, is also the part that produces the sweetness. And then anointing has the sweetness and then the sticking, the sticking. So when you are spending time in the presence of God and the anointing comes of you like it did on, on Moses, now things begin to just come close to you, including money. Money just comes and it stays. People who are around you would stay. People don't understand why some people attract people. It's a nothing. It's because of his money, it's because of his this, it's because of his that, because of his that. No, 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 no. It's something that is working. Something is moving. Something is changing. See his glory. It's something. And that thing, it is expensive. That is why Elijah told Elisha, you have asked a very hard thing, oh. It's not as easy as you think, oh. You must be somebody who spends time with God. You pray. These days we don't have much time. We are all so busy. You are so busy. You are so busy that you don't pray enough to have anointing. That is why a lot of things are not attracted to you. That's why money is not coming. That's why the job is not coming. That's why you are not enjoying your marriage. I'm telling you it's true. Sometimes it's why your, your body begins to change. But everything begins to change. You begin to look more glorious, more attractive, attractive, attractive. You begin to become more attractive. I tell you, even your name becomes attractive. People hear your name and say, Ah, this man is a good man. This lady is a good lady. Am I boring you? In Exodus chapter 24, verse 18, and I'm almost closing. Exodus 24, 18. Bible says, And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Doing what? Praying. Remember, comes in. Moses was praying. 40 days and 40 nights. Day and night. Rebecca, 40 days, 40 nights. Will you? Look, this church, eh, if we are to be a type of church that prays, we don't even have to go and bask for they'll come. We'll have cars packed here, but we don't pray. No credit about Kope. No credit cancel a boy. How many agree with me that Umpai Bono, our form, your prayer is low, is low. I, let me see the hands properly. How many believe that? I'm looking at everybody's hands. So you believe that your prayer is low and you can do better. How many believe that from today you are going to increase your prayer? Let me show you how to increase your prayer. One of the ways to increase your prayer is to put on a, something that will create an atmosphere for you to pray. For example, Bishop Doug teaches us that what has made him be a man of prayer for hours is when he listens to messages. Auntie Jay, so what I do is that I just, like this season when I was just out for some days, I just put on my video between the porch and the altar and it's two hours, 40 minutes and after that, another session, five hours. It's okay, I'm doing two hours, 40 minutes now. 
Falls off. By the time I they finish, five hours is gone. So as you are doing that, it's almost like Moses who has gone to the mountain and is waiting on the Lord praying. That's 3 verse 7. If you don't do it, it is you. Most of us, we are enjoying people's blessings. Not your blessing. You are enjoying somebody's blessing. Most of us, we are enjoying Prophet Dark's prayer. But you must get to a point where your prayer is what you are enjoying. Because for how long can you enjoy somebody's prayer? Bible says that, but if the ministration of death, written and engraving in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face Moses of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was way. That means that when Moses came, people could not look at his face because of the glory. I, as I travel for conventions, there are seasons where I see that this one is, this, this particular convention was hotter than this one. And I attribute it to my, my prayer intensities. There are some, when I minister, I struggle to deal with devils. But there are some, I don't struggle at all. Even people are not able to look at your face. That's the difference. And you know that you have spent more hours to create the glory. Am I talking to God's people? Are you sure I'm talking to you? Are you understanding what I'm saying? We should get to a point where you are praying so much that when you pick a taxi, the taxi driver will say, take it. We've not gotten there. So you get there, you pay, and then he argue with you that you gave me um, 10, 20 cities. And then, because you have not prayed, now you even want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't take it too. <laughs> if you like, if you like, did you see, you need no Oh, how many 20? Oh, how many 10? You don't pray, so now, even your money cry has been taken from you, and you are about to receive a beating. <laughs> begin to meet people who say, oh, I have this seed for you. I have this for you. I have that for you. It is not by might. It is not by power. But by my spirit, said the Lord. Moses was able to do all these miracles because he was a man of prayer. Most of you are lazy. So you use preaching, pray for hours. You can also use music. So let's say you have some of this first love music, you put it on, and you make sure that the whole album is going to finish, and to finish maybe one hour, 27 minutes. So you just allow it to pray. Waiting for you, waiting for you, and I'm just six. Father, may I reign for you, Lord. May I reign for you, Lord. I pray, oh God, grant me the grace to reign for you. And then after that, then another song comes, Master Seed. And then after that, this one, and you're just doing that with it. By the time you're finished, you're praying for one hour, ten seven. If you want to go more, you put the same song again, and it goes. Like me, I like Nathaniel Basse. So I just put his album, and I can finish one.
That is why this week, God is leading me to lead the church to fast and pray. And the Lord told me, tell the church to fast. Because <laughs> I'm saying fasting, you're technologizing. Yeah. We have made fasting like, oh, I can do two hours, I can do one hour, I can do it. No, it's a fasting. Fasting is fasting. Oh, fasting is what? Fasting. Fasting is fasting. Fasting means that I am not eating. Most of us are young. Only one or two people are in their forties and fifties and most of us are young. Below forty. Below thirty. Some even below twenty. Until you are forty, you don't usually have stomach problems. You don't have BPs and ulcers and those things. This is what you have to fast. Fast, not eating. Tell yourself this morning and Tuesday morning, no cocoa for me. Absolutely no watching. Even no kinky. And then I come. And then still in drinking water. And I'm coming to pray and believe God for my future. And then when we come and we fasting and we pray, Bible says that this kind goeth not but by fasting and prayer. And when you fast and pray, you begin to see that things that were not going will begin to go. We need to do it. And when we come and we are praying, put your phone off. <laughs> I tell you, me, I pray over still my problems are plenty because of where I sit. I tell you, you can't, if I don't pray, witches will slap me now. I don't pray two hours, one hour, three hours. No, it's not that level. Even that one guy is not easy. That's why I need to increase my prayer level to be able to handle where we want the church to get. It's not easy. To what will mom pack right here? You know, but it's dangerous. We'll be in an accident. We'll be woe. Ha! mom pack your own? When you cheer, no. Point number four, Namin Pong. The fourth reason why you must pray. Pray because prayer binds demonic activities. Pray because prayer binds demonic activities. As I see your way, any any honam nenya. Ephesians chapter six verse twelve. Bible say, "We wrestle not against flesh and blood." Pastor, about what? Against principalities. Principalities are princes. A prince is like a son of a king. Principalities govern territories. So like we can have a principality of Kaswa who oversees everything that happens in Kakra. Just like we have Goma West District or whatever. So we can have a principality that's covering that Goma West District. And he makes sure that whatever they, they, he wants them to do is what they do. That's why when you go to different places, you see different things that characterize the place. Like this place, the this place, they don't work. This place, they, they are into morality. This place, different, different things that characterize different places because of their principalities. So Bible says that, for we wrestle, that means we are Christians, but we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Powers are evil spirits that are assigned to individuals. 
Principalities are territorial. Powers are individuals. So if I have an issue, like a sickness, it is a power that is working. Your financial issue is a power that is working against you. And you got to do something about it. And he says, not only that, he said that rulers of the darkness, against the rulers of the darkness, these are spirits that operate. When we say darkness, and yet, Adiasa, he's talking about obscurity. He's talking about Shoshak in Hebrew. He's talking about like when darkness covered the face of the deep. He's talking about ignorance. They are rulers of people who lack knowledge. They operate in people that acknowledge. Rulers of the darkness, they just want to, they don't know. <laughs> That's so pretty. They don't know. <laughs> so they rule places where people don't know. That is why you must always want to listen to messages. That's why you must always want to hear. Because a ruler of darkness is operating, but as you are hearing and praying, they leave you because they cannot control that area. If you are clapping, you are clapping for Jesus. Rulers of the darkness. And he says that against spiritual wickedness, not in low places, in high places. These are evil spirits whose agenda is wickedness. And they operate from a place where it's not easy to get them. And they control things like accidents, marital confusions, divorce. They, they can let a whole family that used to be brother, sister, seven people, eight people, mother, mother, scatter them. And all of them have their assignments. And he said that we are not wrestling against such. Hey, as I'm talking, if you are sleeping, a power is already working on you. Such, such a message that you need to help you. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. I'm closing. My 22 minutes is up. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4 and 5. Bible says that, For though we walk in the flesh, LP, though we are walking in the flesh, we war not after the flesh. The sister way, the way I and the other time, the way she looked at me, she should not cross me. Said, for though we walk in the flesh, we should not war after the flesh. We should rather look at it that there's something that made her behave the way she behaved that way to you. But most of us don't do that. We will deal with him. Why is it that the other time Bishop was coming and then he was about to give me the money and then you stretch your hand? What do you think you are? What do you think you are? What do you think you are? Look, it's only the church, but if it was not for the church, you see what I'll do to you. There are people like that too. They deal physically. You and me. Yeah. Did people attack their mothers who are witches and call their mother witch? No.
In Rejoiner's book, The Final Quest, getting to the end, he says that Jesus told him that he, Jesus, who is the captain of the host, when he comes, he does not come to take sides between his children and their enemies. <laughs> it's like if you are his child, Reverend Copson, and your enemy is Lady Pastor Grace. Jesus is saying that he has not come to take sides, that I am supporting you, I don't support her. This is a revelation. But he has come to take over. He likes both of you. And he has come to solve the issue and take over. He, but he wants you to deal with the spirit that is making your business misbehave towards you. He, he, you don't have to kill him. Kill her. And Jesus is saying, what are you doing? You don't know me. There is an evil spirit that is causing confusion. Deal with that spirit through prayer. So he's teaching you. He said, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not want... When you understand what I'm teaching, you walk in love. Because love is a weapon that works through with faith. <laughs> Why should you hate your mother? Oh, you're spiritual. Oh, you're spiritual. Go on your knees and rather pray. Pray about the issue. Your mother is insulting you. Your mother is insulting you. So just pray about the issue and deal with the spirit that is doing that. But the person there, leave the person and then try and love the person. So he says that there's four. For the weapons of our warfare are not whatever we use for. It is not a niso. Mighty through God. God the Father is in heaven. God the Son is in heaven. So the God, the Holy Spirit, is the one who's on. So through the Holy Spirit. That is why the Holy Spirit must always be involved in your prayer. Is it? But through God, through the pulling down. So as you're praying, you must say, I pull down these spirits. I pull down the principality operating in this area. I pull down the spiritual wickedness that is working against me. I pull down the power that will be assigned against me. I pull down every ruler of darkness in the areas that I don't know. In the name of Jesus, as you do that, you are actually dealing with evil spirits. That's what you to do in prayer. Pulling down the things they have done that seems to have been established on hold. And you do that through prayer. That is why men and women who are genuinely prayerful, they have a sweet spirit. They have a sweet spirit. A bishop dark. That's a sweet prayer. It's always pray. let's pray for India. Let's pray for this. How many people have time for those things? Let's pray for Pakistan. Let's pray for this. He, 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 he has a sweet spirit. He has he's not thinking, let's pray for cars. Let's pray. He doesn't pray such prayers. Let's pray for more souls. Let's pray for missionaries. You, if it was you and you had a pastor, what will you pray for? That is somebody who is dealing with evil spirits, heavy ones. Verse 5. And he says that now, casting in your prayer, casting down imagination. So you must cast 
imaginations now. Imaginations in Susuya, Ewa Dreamer, and New Yankupon, Asamen Mobra. So, sometimes you have had dreams, you have had experiences, you have had people say things that have made you have some wrong pictures about you, wrong pictures about your future. You don't see yourself making it. Those imaginations, Jesus said through Apostle Paul, pray! And when you are praying, cast them down. Casting down. So you have to say, I cast down this imagination. I cast down this imagination. I cast down this, the imagination that I will not build a house. I cast it down. The imagination that I will not marry, I cast it down. The imagination that I will die through this journey, I cast it down. The imagination that I'm robbers will attack me, I cast it down. And every high thing, and every high thing, apart from imagination, there are some things, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Is anything that is challenging Yankopwasam? It's a high thing that man, you must cast down. And then bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of You have to bring it down. All these things God has given to you. You have to do it. Through what? What's that? What's Your story is also known. It looks like a hippopotamus that has come from the Philippines. <laughs> Sometimes the snoring can cause the whole area. You hear It's nothing. It's not an evil spirit. It's your snore. Instead of waking up to pray, you are snoring. And every high thing that exalts itself against. Let me give you the last scripture in my close. Second Corinthians chapter four. Now, as a church, one of the things we are going to pray this week is for this church. We are praying that God let there be more souls saved. Can I have an amen? Can I have a better amen? Mm-hmm. So when you are in tema, you relate well. Even above it doesn't happen for spirits to minister to you. God, because you are in the flesh, He always will use flesh to be a blessing to you. It's a give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? So it is man. That you are dealing with. As God blesses you. And God wants to bless you. So, we need to pray for the church for some people who are connected to you to come into the church. 
tell you, everybody, you may need a policeman one day. That policeman should be in your church. Or should be known by someone in your church. Because you see, like Bishop Doug once said, and I believe it's true, everybody's blessing is within a radius of one person, two person, three person, four person maximum. And see, you must know somebody who will be a blessing to you all. Know somebody who knows somebody who will be a blessing to you all. Know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who will be a blessing. Or know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. By the maximum four, your solution should have come. If you don't know somebody who has the solution, know somebody who knows somebody who has the solution, watch them. And that is why God wants his church not to be small because he has people who has your blessing connected to you. You move That's why that thing seems because the person who must come into the church who will be a blessing to you, you need to also bring somebody so that this other person who must bring that person who must be a blessing to you also bring that person. Some of us. Our bosses, our bosses must have somebody in your church who knows them. And then when you need a job, you have to meet this person. So, oh, I know somebody. You just, okay, I'll talk to the person, the person who employ you. That's all. And when you're in the church, don't look beyond the church. Look inside the church. For all your blessings. You're welcome. For all your blessings. All your blessings. Oh. You don't know a doctor. There's somebody in the church who knows a doctor. Not too long ago, somebody introduced me to a doctor. You, 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 need, you need somebody who will solve a court issue for you. You know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. You have an issue. Arm robbers have come. You want the commander to come. You just need to call somebody who knows the commander. Wow. But left to you, don't mind me. That's why we are praying this week that God, there are some people who should be in this church but they have not come. We are pulling them. So Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3, he says that, look at it. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. It look like any any to me. So how? What's happened? Then he explains verse four, and he says that in whom these people who are lost and are not receiving the gospel, this is what has happened to them. In whom the God of this world, the God of this world is Satan himself. Satan is not the God of this world originally. The God of this world was supposed to be you and me. It was supposed to be Adam. Adam was the God of this world. God gave him the authority to control things. And through the bad transaction he made, he transferred the title of the God of this world to Satan. That's why Satan could have... Satan is looking at me. I am not afraid of you. You see, that's why Satan could have that to look at Jesus and say that if you worship me, I'll give you all this thing. Who are you? You are a created being. He said, so Satan now became the God of this world. That he's controlling things. And let's face it, it's Satan who is controlling things. Oh, yeah. 
Satan is controlling things. He's sorting us out, power. Yeah, you know, we have issues. Some of you are sick. He's kicking you. He's doing things. The people who don't know Jesus, this God of this world has blinded their eyes. So they cannot see the glorious Jesus. So Bible said, Paul was explaining, what do we have to do? He said, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest when their mind's eye is cleared and they can see, they would see the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shining unto them. So what we do is that through your prayer and through our prayer this week, we pray that that kills of people's eyes of their minds will fall. When it falls, they'll say, ah, What have I been doing here? Why I was... No, 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 no. I want to go to church. I want to be a dancer. I want to be a singer. I want to serve God. I believe in the Word. I want to read my Bible. I want to have my quiet time. That's where we have all come from. We've all come from a place where we were blinded. And somebody prayed for us. Today we are. So when you are praying, you bind demons. Some people, when they hear demons, they say, hmm. Love but deal with the demons. I don't like this demon, 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 because I know myself. Please. That's why you have shepherds who cover you. And we cover you to the point where you cannot stand on yourself and then move. Don't be afraid. That's why we are fasting and praying. So that we can bind the demons that are fighting against our homes, against our churches, against our church, against our families, against our finances, against our health, against our beauty, against our marriages, against our husbands, against our wives, against our children, against our traveling, against our education, against whatever God has for us. Because the, the Lord has given us that power to do that. Stand to your feet. Please lift up your hands to the Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, oh break, to break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain. It's a simple song, lift up your hands and sing, there is power in the name of Jesus, oh there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain faster, to break every chain, to break every chain now.
Sing it again, there is power. Sing it. It's a simple song. Sing it with me. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To do what? Come on. Break every chain. 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 There's anointing. There's anointing rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an anointing rising up. Break every chain. To break every chain, break To break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Number one, number two, come on. To break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain. Sing it for the third time. To break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Sing it for the fourth time. Break every chain. Come on. Break every chain. Come on. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. We break every chain. Sing it for the Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Sing it for the last time. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Today you want to say, Pastor? I like this message. But I want you to know that I don't know Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Maybe somebody invited me to church. Maybe I've been coming for some while. But you know deep down in your heart that Jesus is not the Lord of your life. I want you to know that Jesus said, Except a man is born again, he cannot, he cannot 
enter the kingdom of heaven except a man has an American visa he cannot enter America except a man has a Canadian visa he cannot enter Canada except a man has heavenly visa which is called born again you cannot enter heaven today you want to say I have this visa it's through a simple prayer born again is a visa it's a visa we usually don't hear it so but it's a visa it is what gives you the permits to enter heaven you want to say pastor can I have this visa today yes you can we can only receive that visa in church you can only receive that visa when you meet a Christian who has the authority to issue visa and today I stand here in that authority to that you want to say pastor what should I do what you are going to do is simple. You are going to pray a simple prayer. Wherever you are, stand there. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Lift it up high. I see all those hands. And Kosoro. Let it up. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are here. You know down deep in your heart that you don't have this visa. Don't joke with it. Some people sometimes make an excuse that I will do it another time. And then something bad happens. I refuse that for you. Lift it up high. Lift up your hand. And I'm going to pray this prayer. Lift it up high. Both hands up. Lift it up high. Up high. Up high. If you have lifted your hand, over the You're going to say this simple prayer after me. Hands up. If you have lifted your hands, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing for me. And that thing is that you are coming closer. I look at you, you look at me, and I lead you to receive that visa. So come now. Come, 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 daddy, come. Come for them as they come. Come, 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 come. Can I have some pastors helping people to come around? Come, come. Don't be shy. Come. It's a visa. A church, church, I want you to learn how to clap. This is the time to clap. We encourage them. Learn how to clap. Clap for them. That's all that we can do. Clap. Keep clapping. God will bless you for clapping for them. Clap for them. Clap for them. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. We are clapping because the Bible says in Luke chapter 15 verse 10. When a, one person gives his life to Jesus, there is joy in heaven. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. That's why we are clapping that wow. Heaven is excited. Heaven is excited. I love you all. Please lift up your hands and close your eyes. There are some of you who are still standing there. Be it known to you. Mark 8.38 Those who are there and you are still not coming. This is a scripture that Jesus himself said for you. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous generation and sinful generation of him or her also shall the son of man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his father with the holy angel so if you are ashamed that's why when people are giving their life to Christ they are asked to come out so that they are not ashamed the fact that you came out is a sign that you are ready to tell everybody I am for Jesus but if you can't come out you are ashamed of him some of you come to church and you come with your Bible hidden. You don't want anybody to know that you're going to church. You're ashamed of Jesus. 
I have my cross here. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I can use my cross. I can wear my clerical walk through town. But I'm proud to be a preacher. I'm proud to be a pastor. I'm proud to be a servant of God. I'm proud to be an ambassador of Christ. So you are standing there. Come and let me pray with you. Come. Come. God bless you. Lift up your hands if you are standing here. Please say this after me. And I want the whole church to join. Close your eyes. And the whole church, please say this. So, those who are standing here, please say this. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior, my Lord, my Master. I believe in my heart. That you are the son of God. That you came from heaven to this earth. To die for me. Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Please write my name. In the book of life. From today. I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Lord Jesus, I am your friend from today. I will tell people about you. I will do something in church. I make this church my church. I make this pastor my pastor. I will love the people in this church. I will see this church as my family. So help me God. Thank you Father for hearing my prayer. Satan, listen to me. I am not afraid of you. You are no longer my master. I am no longer your servant. Jesus has set me free. And I am free indeed. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I saw these 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 players. A whole team in the precious blood of Jesus. Today, the Seth of Jude. You have chosen them. They didn't choose you. Ordain them, anoint them, use them. Because of this decision, may they live long. Because of this decision, may their lives bring meaning. I declare and decree that any connection with the kingdom of darkness be broken today. And may they serve you all the days of their lives. In Jesus' precious name. And God's church say, Amen. Have you seen a pastor in the nice suits there? This pastor is going to, listen to me, he's going to talk to you with some other beautiful aunties and uncles. Talk to you for a few minutes. And then get your name. Because we will be praying for you. And then get your phone number. Some people lie and they give wrong phone numbers. So we lose contact of them. And yet, we are not disturbing. Rather, you would be happy you do that. Because we will be a blessing to you. 
So you just go with them, they'll serve you some nice drink, they'll talk to you and collect that information, and they come and join us before we close. God bless you. Follow our pastor. Oh, clap for them as they go. Please take your seats. Communion. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. the doctor gives listen you take it the prescription a dose for a while believing that you'll be well jesus knew 
that we also have issues. Some of us, our issues are sin. Our issues are weakness. Our issues are troubles. Our issues are pain that we go through. Our issues are sicknesses. But he said, as you take this communion, it's like medicine. The dose is take it as often as you remember. So anytime you take the communion, see it as medicine. A draw our offer. And believe that it is healing us. Healing our sin. Healing our sickness. Healing our weakness. Healing our troubles. Healing our pain. Healing anything that is not okay with you. So I am taking this communion to believe that God will use it to heal me. And I want you to believe that God will use this communion to heal you. And he said that it is not paracetamol. This is my body broken for you. So lift up the bread. Believe it. The moment you say the body of Jesus that you put in your mouth practically turns into the body of Jesus. It is mysterious. Let us say the body of Jesus. Eat it, God's servant. And that same night, Jesus also took a cup of wine and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink in remembrance of me. I'm happy Jesus took the wine. This is my blood because it is the blood that sustains. The day your blood becomes cold and gets stuck, that's all. So it is the blood of Jesus that man mix up with your blood to cleanse the things that are wrong in us. He said also, they overcame the devil by the blood. He also said, when the enemy of destruction, the angel of destruction comes and sees the blood, he will pass over you. The blood has many things that it does. So as you take today this cup of wine, believe that the blood is doing all these things for us. Apostle Paul finally said, it's not only just that, but it's also called the cup of blessing. Apidora, the cup of blessing. Cup. Ekrua. It is something that continuously comes in. So any anytime you take this wine, you are drinking blessing. That's what he's saying. It's a cup of blessing. So anytime you are drinking the wine, you are drinking blessing. I don't know what you need, but as you drink, may this week may you see blessing that you have never seen for a long time. In the name of Jesus. And, and say the blood of Jesus. And say the cup of blessing. And drink it. your blessing. Heavenly Father, I bless your church. Grant us favor. Bless us strength to go through this week. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen.
as you are standing clap for Jesus for just a few seconds clap for Jesus hallelujah please take your seats oh some people didn't get communion I have blessed the communion so some are coming please you get it you have to take communion I think those communion stars you must work harder next week we are sorry please take communion it's a blessing For listening to this powerful message, for prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449, 0540 77 49 41. Stay blessed.